Hello and welcome everyone to the Gaming Duo Podcast, where friendships are built through gaming. We're your hosts, Rob and Kelvin. And if you're joining us for the first time, first off, thank you for tuning in. And we are the podcast that keeps you, the gamers, up to date on the latest gaming news and speculation about the gaming industry. Kelvin, how are you doing today, man? Doing great, man. I am excited to talk about video games. It's a great day. I'm ready. I'm fucking it's a ready. Let's go. Great day. It's a great day. So, um, some it's a shiny day. <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's a sunshiny it's day. Night, what is that from? It's a sunshiny day. It's a sunshiny day. I don't remember that song. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, it's cold as fuck. It's like ridiculous. Nineteen cold. degrees outside. Something like that. Something so, like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do remember when I used to live in Iowa, that I would be walking to class. And I, mm. I should you not like negative six degree weather. Um and yeah, that's wild. And every time I think I'm cold in New York, I'm like, it could be that bad. It could be that bad. And it's not that bad. So then I just shut up and it's not that bad. What was the coldest you've ever experienced? Like what was the coldest temperature you've ever experienced? Probably negative twenty, like during the day. Yeah. So Where were you? In Iowa? In Iowa. Iowa got ridiculously cold because of the wind chill. Mm. Because nothing to block. There's no mountains and shit. There's no trees. <laughs> so me and Alaris went to New Hampshire one day for like a little mini vacation. This is like prior to kids. Mm-hmm. And we were just there for the weekend. And I shit you not, I guess they must have had like a massive blizzard prior to us going there. So there was like maybe over a foot of snow there. Wow. And we were staying in a cabinet, right? In a, in a cabinet. In a cabin. <laughs> yeah, that's where we were in. A, in a little cabinet. <laughs> it felt like a cabinet, right? Because it was like tiny. It was like a small little cabinet. <laughs> okay. And I shit you not that one night, like negative 20 degrees, like absurd. And there was a guy, I always remember this. There was a guy outside because it was a bunch of like cabins. There was a guy outside literally flipping hamburgers. Like, I guarantee he's probably in shorts too, right? Something like that. No, no, he he was he was all set like in gear, but he was literally like flipping the burger. Like it was like still snowing out. I'm like, what is this man? They're doing? a different breed out there in in the uh, what is it called, New England? They're a freaking different breed out there. Um, let me talk about games though. Let's let's move from the cabinet talk. I played Mario Wonder for a very short amount of time. For very sure. All right. Okay. How, how and I play like the first like two or three levels. Let me tell you, Nintendo, when it comes tomorrow, they, they there's some black miss. magic. There's some black magic going on there. I I cannot stop smiling playing mm-hmm. this stupid game. I'm just like over there I going like I just like you. everything's happy and all my problems go away. And there's just like little things. And it's the same shit. You know, it's a platformer, but the way they like reinvent it is just, they're the Kings. They're the Kings. Just kidding, no one's comes close. Um, so that was my gaming experience. Uh, did you play anything different since yesterday? Yeah, definitely the same exact style genre. I was playing Alan Wake too. So it was exactly oh, the same thing. Yep, yeah, nice, happy. beautiful, gritty, yeah, like upbeat. just like happy. Everything mm-hmm. was like, you know, mm-hmm. smiling. Not depressing and, yeah. and death. No, and yeah, not yeah, at yeah. all. Not yeah. at all. Um, yeah, I played a little bit of that uh, yesterday, although I didn't get to play too much because I was hanging out with um, our, our friend here, KBG, uh, Tony. Shout out to him. Uh, we had great conversation. So I was like, you know what? I, I, I'll put this down because I, I want to talk more to Tony. Um, so I, I held off a little bit on that, but I did play a decent amount um, the first chapter. Or so like the first big the beginning part of the game and I'm, I'm hooked. I'm intrigued. I'm not hooked. I'm intrigued. I, I right. definitely want more. I'm like, okay, I see where this is going. I love the 
mystery kind of detective style, like like you know, kind of like that that uh that that format that it's giving you right now. I'm like, okay, like I want to do more. I want to try more. And that's what happened to me. I'm not like raring to go back. I'm not like hooked per se. I'm like interested. It's weird, right? Like I'm not like I need to go and play this game and 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 do all these things. I'm more like interested to go back and know what's going on with the story versus actually doing the gameplay, right? Because I think the story comes first versus the gameplay. I think the gameplay is just fine because right. I just yeah. I just got to the part in the gameplay where it's a little, I got a little little crazy stuff's happening. Um, so we'll have to see. Um, I'm digging it though. I'm digging. It. I like the scare, the little like jump scares that they throw at you. Yep. Cool. Yep. So yeah, I'm loving it right now. Um, well, enough about what we're playing. Let's move on to the gaming news. On the Daily Duo report, we have a couple things today. Rocksteady Games co-founders have created a new studio. So Rocksteady Games is the guys that made the Batman Arkham games and also behind um, the Kill Us Justice League game. Um, so Rocksteady co-founder Stephen Hill and Jamie Walker have reportedly formed a new development studio called 100 Star Games. It's based out of London, and this is the company overview. 100 Star Games is a video game startup, startup based in East London. Our ethos is creating a small team of only 100 industry veterans and emerging talents who are committed to crafting cutting-edge gaming experiences that inspire and captivate the players worldwide uh the website is up um when you go to just like it just says 100 um star games all gold and there's two links there's one to if you want a job and i forget what the other one goes to it goes to contact or something like that so um yeah what do you think of this scale about having a new studio coming up first thing i thought about when i saw this is there's no way that they'll have like a shortage and 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 in, uh and developers right like they're not going to lay off anybody right because they, mm -hmm. they need 100 people right that's their that's their whole model that's their whole ethos so they can't lay off anybody which is great right um i think it's cool jokes aside i think it's cool it looks cool i the, the page looks really dope like i like how it's just like in your face 100 star and 100 people triple a games london like they're very like bold about it they're just like this is to the point and we'll see what happens. There's really not much to say. It's Rocksteady Games, right? Co-founder at that. So they pioneered, you know, what Rocksteady, what we know Rocksteady is today. So I can only imagine they will put out amazing content, amazing games. And we'll see what they do. We'll see who they bring into their, um, into their studio. And let's see what games they create. For sure. I'm, I'm very optimistic about this. And uh, again, they are the ones, the creators of the Arkham games, right? Of the Batman games. They're kind of like, they paved the way for some of these video game or these Marvel superhero type video games now. Um, so I'm excited what they're going to do. And it says 100 industry veterans. So you know there's going to be some crazy names um, linked to that studio. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm happy it's a small team and it's not going to be as big, humongous thing. Um, like you said, it's going to probably not result in layoffs. Um, looks like they're really dedicated in their craft. So pretty exciting news there starfield has an update but it's delayed sorry guys um <laughs> the update promised over 100 fixes and improvements uh some quotes here we discovered an issue we want to address before releasing our update into the steam beta just to say we're aiming to release it later this week but we'll confirm timing when we know for sure thanks for your patience the update was to also to promise stability improvements and numerical 
numerous graphical improvements ranging from additional widescreen support to improved textures, lighting, and shadows. So does this do anything for you as far as... I know you didn't even beat Starfield. Did, did you beat Starfield? I don't know if you did. I didn't play it. Didn't oh, play you didn't even it. play I didn't, it. You I didn't, didn't even get to it. <gasps> I didn't get to it. I didn't you get to had it. to at least play it. it. Come on. I, I did start it, but I didn't get to it. I I, yeah. I, I don't even consider playing it because it, it played maybe like an like half hour. So um, it is interesting. I always say this, and I think Starfield is like the big – I'm not saying – the one to pick on but it is the one in 2023 where it's just it was a, a disappointment no. for most right but some people enjoyed it and some people till this day are still playing that game right they're still like really putting in hours into that game so it's it's just fascinating how that that game turned out right and i mean maybe these fixes would help those issues right a lot of the quality of life issues that the game had really made that game suffer for for most people um, Tony and I were talking about that yesterday, actually, because uh, kind of funny was ranking their, uh, you know, game of 2023, like their uh, game of the year. And they rank them based off of like, you know, like their top 10 or something. Right. Um, and Starfield, I forget where it was, but it was like, I think in the middle of like, I think there was like number five or number six. Um, and it just kind of showcases exactly how, um, you know, just just how back and forth that game was between people, how everyone thought like, you know, one uh, on one side, people loved it. On the other side, people hated it. And it just kind of like had that diverse, you know, um, uh, thing towards it. So it's just it's just funny to see it, um, you know, having that like that um, conversation around it every single time. So I, I was hoping that this would fix a lot of the issues. We we'll just have to wait a little bit longer. That's all. Um, very well said, but this update, when it does come out, you probably won't still play that game. I think, I, I think feel like you have still, no interest in playing that Starfleet. starship has sailed. You That's know what star I mean? Exactly. Well, speaking of starships, <laughs> sailing, that was good. That was really good. Oh, uh, let's move on. Uh, but let's take a pause. By the way, if you're enjoying this episode, guys, rate us on Spotify, Apple podcasts, drop a review. Remember to follow us on all social media platforms. Be part of the gaming duo community by joining our discord server where friendships are built through gaming exactly you know kelvin and tony were talking for over two hours last night i was dead asleep um but they had some interesting conversations about i don't know god knows what but if you guys join the server be part of those conversations you know anyways back to the news take us through what's happening with rock band 4 kelvin Rock Band 4 DLC will finally end after eight years. I actually had no idea this was like still nope. going on. So this no is idea. very interesting news here. Uh, since the franchise debuted, the studio has added almost 3,000 songs to Rock Band as DLC, according to Harmonix veterans Daniel Sussman, who is now a senior product manager at parent company Epic Games. Since being acquired by Epic in 2021, Harmonix has been focused on its new free-to-play music game, Fortnite Festival. Have you tried Fortnite Festival nope. at all, Rob? I have not. I'm interested, though. I'm very interested. Heard good things. Heard good things. Um, quote, if you're a fan of the rhythm game category, Fortnite Festival is the place to be. And with support for RB4 instrument co instruments coming, this is not the time to hang up your guitars just yet, Sussman said. Interesting stuff here. Interesting. What? Yeah, I wanna. I wanna hear your thoughts because there's a lot to un unravel here. So, what do you think? I did not know. First off, that Rock Band was still going on as far as like the DLC that was dropping. Like that's, that's absolutely absurd. Right. Over three thousand songs. Absurd. Right. Absurd. So quiet. 
And the fact that they said, like, don't put your instruments away, they're going to be, you know, you can use them on, um, you can use them on Fortnite, right? Like, that's crazy. Well, they it's, didn't confirm that, right? No, but they I say think that's coming. what they're alluding to. Yeah. So is Fortnite going to be the new place where Rock Band is going to live, essentially, like, in a way? Yeah. That's I, so, I so wild to me. People are craving Guitar Hero. They want it back so bad. And I think it should come back. I think it's ready for it to come back. I think with the whole Blizzard Activision thing with Microsoft taking it, they're like, people are asking for Guitar Hero. We we need to bring this back. Plus, like a lot of us when we were teenagers, when that came out, we're not older. Like we're going to want to go back and rock on the freaking, you weren't a big Guitar Hero guy though, right? No, but I did. I mean, I had friends that had it and I enjoyed the hell out of it. Every single time I went to her house, I would play that. And I'm like, yeah, this is great. Like, I love just the feel of this, just having that guitar. Like, just that experience was great. Um, they have something here, man. They definitely have something here. And if they ha if they utilize it correctly, I think people will jump on it. I think that's one of their most, like, asked for games when it comes to, like, bringing back another game from Activision, right? Um, it, it's going to be interesting how they handle it when it comes to raveling in the Fortnite festival thing right um I, like it, it, i'm torn between yes I, I would love to see uh guitar hero come back but are they going to just have people utilize their old guitars or are they going to start making new guitars if that's the case when was the last time we've had like actual gear to like buy and then place in our rooms and then they just have it just be sitting there for you know what i mean like it, it gets to a point where it, there's too much clutter right and i feel like that was the issue when you know guitar hero one two like they started coming out and every single time they had a new iteration of the guitars it was like all right i have like four guitars what am i going to do with this so that's my only issue with that what do you think about that so i think that obviously you can't buy guitars anymore, right? You can't go to the store and you buy those guitars. You have to go do specialty sources to get them. Um, like you can't go to any any store and they don't have them anymore. Um, and I think because it was fading out, people were kind of over it, right? Um, they're just like you said, the clutter thing. But then the pandemic happened, right? And people were saying more, what would have been a more perfect time to have like a resurgence of Guitar Hero and Rock Band during the pandemic? Now, if you think about it, there's a lot of people now where people like to stay inside more. Like just in general, people like to stay inside, watch a movie inside, don't want to go in the theater. They'd rather watch a movie at home on Netflix, right? During the Friday nights. I think this is the perfect time for rock band slash guitar hero to make a resurgence. And think of like the collector's market. A special edition guitar that's limited. Uh this is you know, they could just come out with different edition guitars or different Fortnite skins edition. on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like it's a collector's market too now. As far as like people want to get this stuff, like think about it. If they were like, all right, Guitar Hero Force coming out, right? Uh, we're coming out with a limited edition, blah, 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 blah. You, you, you know what's going to happen, right? It's going to get sold out in seconds. It's going to sell oh, yeah. out. So I think it's time for these music games to make a comeback. I truly do think that it's Don't time. call it a comeback. I've been here for years. All right. What's that? Yo, so I, I you know, you're, you're, you're about to go on fucking. I was about to go hard. hard. Yeah. But yeah, then yeah. I, I stopped myself. You know what I mean? Um, Hello, Cool J, by the way. So I, I I see exactly what you're saying, and I'm probably wrong when I think of the mentality of like, oh, it's too much like clutter and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I think you're right. There's going to be um, people that want this. There's going to be 
a, a fan base of like, yeah, this is collector's items. Like we we want something like this. And if, if they brand it correctly, Fortnite, anything like rock band related, like that would be interesting to see, like to see them kind of bring back that brand. Um, I'm excited. I think it'd be cool to see right now as, as Fortnite festival stands, the cool things about it, it it plays well it 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 kind of brings you back to those moments of rock band and guitar hero but i feel like there's just not too many songs at the moment um and you have to purchase those songs i believe um i don't think they if i'm not mistaken okay, i could be wrong but um i think you purchase them but then you can't like keep them forever i don't know something like that something along those lines maybe i could be wrong but um they just need to add a little bit more um more songs into their category there so. yeah for sure also do you know what's the perfect place for rock band or guitar hero to live on is switch you can bring your switch anywhere yeah. and then yeah. you could bring some two guitars with you and you can play with your friends and you're, you want you got bluetooth controllers you're good make to go mini, so. make little mini guitars you know what I mean? yeah yeah you can take it everywhere you go they can literally people can literally like put their switch out in like a parking lot or something and then you're playing freaking guitar hero in the parking lot like with your friends if you're bored like that is just a genius move um speaking of genius moves Last piece of news. Nice. <laughs> Larian said Baldur's Gate 3 will not come to subscription services. Commenting on X, Baldur's Gate 3 director Swen, I like that name. I don't know why. Swen. Uh, Vic said a world in which ga game description subscription services became the dominant business model would be bad for developers and consumers alike. Whatever the future of games look like, content will always be king. Facts, um, said Vic. But it's <laughs> going to be... <laughs> He didn't say facts. No, he didn't say facts. But it's going to be a lot harder to get good content if description becomes the dominant model. And a select group gets to decide what goes to market and whatnot. Direct from developer to player is the way. He also said, there's nothing wrong with that, but it may not be a monopoly um, of subscription services. We are already all dependent on a select group of digital distribution platforms and discoverability is brutal. Should those platforms all switch to subscription, it'll become savage. What do you think about Sev saying this stuff? Swen saying this stuff? I think he makes an excellent point. I think this is the issue when I think we've talked about this in the past numerous times and so many outlets have talked about the kind of the elephant in the room when it comes to Game Pass, right? Game Pass is a phenomenal service for gamers. It is you know, we can't stop talking highly of Game Pass, right? But on the other side, right, on the gaming side, on the developer side, it does create this question of if you, if everybody has a subscription service, everybody goes into Game Pass, how well does that business model look, right, in the future, right? There's not going to, if there's one man, one middleman just kind of navigating and, and and being the puppeteer or the puppet when it comes to um how these subscription services work and how these games release content like that can mean you know something negative for the gaming industry and so it's very it, it's hard to really say how that would look like but um i mean and don't get me wrong so the subscription services like game pass for example have done well for many titles right i think you look at liza p would that game have succeeded the way it has if it wasn't on game pass like it sold over a million copies in a sense right so how would have the, how would that have affected the game if it wasn't on game pass right so you have to look at both ways but i think it's very interesting that larian studios 
kind of took a stand and I think rightfully so because of just how just how well that game has been received they have that upper hand of like all right you know what like we are top dog right now let's hone into that let's let's own it we're not going to sell out and and, and kind of you know give our 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 game or, or or just Baldur's Gate 3 in general to a subscription service because it kind of lessens the value of that game right they can determine how that game is handled moving forward instead of having a subscription service kind of take over that was perfectly said Kelvin that was, that, was, that was very good. I just thought of something. It doesn't, it would make the deal sweeter, but how do you feel about this proposition to, to yeah. kind of lessen the blow and how, you know, subscription services are anti-consumer um, and anti-developer apparently. So say Game Pass, right? You don't own any games on Game Pass, but Game Pass says here, here's a voucher. Anything that's on Game Pass right now, you can keep, you download it, it's yours forever. It's yours. You, it's no yours. take backs. No takey backsies, whatever. <laughs> now, they could still go through the cycles of games, right? For example, they sure. remove Persona 5 uh, Royal, right? But if I use my voucher on there, that I get to just download it and it's mine. I get to go every time I go into the Xbox app, it's there for me to play, regardless if it's off Game Pass. Even if I cancel my Game Pass subscription, I still have access to it. Okay? Real quick question before we keep going. When you download a game on Game Pass, yes. is it yours? Or nope. if you cancel your subscription, you can't play it. It's gone. It's gone forever. It's gone. Even yep. if you download it on your PC. Yes. Because it, you, it, it'll still be there. The files will still be there. You just but can't play it. it just, it'll, you don't have the license to, to, to play it. it. Right. It won't, yep. it won't work. Um, just making sure just, I know that. Yep. So now that basically, if you have Game Pass for a year, that's 12 games that you can own, that you get the rights to. Does that sweeten the deal a little bit? Does that make Game Pass seem more of a good guy? Yeah, I think so. I think there's, listen, we're in the beginning stages, believe it or not, with this whole subscription service thing, right? You, I think there's a lot to learn in the upcoming years, 2024, 2025 and beyond. And I think we'll slowly start seeing the shift in how subscription services work and not just in gaming, but like in, I'm talking about in just like the media in general, right? Um, it's going to be a, a a a challenge in a sense of like we'll we'll see how things look and how things navigate moving forward. But I do believe that there's going to be changes to especially Game Pass, how the the model works and how things are looking for gamers as opposed to developers. But I do see that happening in in the future, just kind of like changing their their model subscription. Yeah. So you guys tell us subscriptions, good, bad, okay, right now. Um, that wraps it up for the gaming news of the day. Tomorrow, we have, or today, when you guys are listening, there's Developers Direct. So pretty, pretty excited about that. So we'll discuss that um, on Friday. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, that wraps it for today's gaming news. We do have merchandise. They can go and buy thegamingduopod.com. It's there. Um, big shout out to all of our listeners. Again, remember to review, share, like, subscribe and get notified of all of our content along the way. Thank you, Kel, for joining in and let me know about your adventures in the cabinet. <laughs> I'm going to call it that from now on. The cabin. The cabin. The cabin cabinet. Um, we'll see you guys tomorrow, and thank you so much.